Hello everyone and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Lobot Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Josh. And we have a very special guest today. Our boy. Our boy. Say hello into the microphone, Adam. <laughs> Do it. Hey, how's it going? All right. What's I'm, your name? Uh, my name's Adam and I'm brought on only because I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. Well, not the only reason. You're going to start, you're going to start a fight. We love you very much and we wanted to give you a chance to defend Colin Sexton. So as, as you sure, may be aware. I'm sure you're in my corner in this. I'm in your anyway. corner. Hey, hey, we're in separate corners technically right now. Hey, but... hey, we're all in the same corner. I just, we're, we're all on the same side here. I, I came in expecting there to be a little bit of beef because as you're aware, Tyler's a big, big, big Chicago fan. And, and I rip on Zach Levine quite a bit. I'm going to be honest. I rip on Zach Levine quite a bit. And in rebuttal, it seems you like to rip on Colin Sexton a bit, and so that's yeah, why that's I've... what I that's what I'm known for. That's what I do often. Yeah, you're you're a, you're a mean person on the pod. I'm not gonna lie. I, I brought it up last pod. You were like, "Fuck you, Josh, and your big market teams." But then off the pod, I brought this up last week. You were like, "You're actually a real good guy." Why are you making out to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making out with you. I guarantee it. Well, let's, let's talk the boss. Okay, let's okay. talk the boss. So, um. For anyone that hasn't listened to our previous team podcast, we're going through every team in the league, going through their ups, their downs, their potential moves they can make. And we're up to now the Cleveland Cavaliers. And our good buddy Adam, he's a lifelong Cavs fan. We thought we'll bring him on. I mean, not lifelong. Like, I won't won't lie. Like, I I jumped on the bandwagon. And that was... Like, the way it started was back in, what was it, 2000, because the games, yeah, so 2007 was when yeah. 2K8 came yeah, out, yeah. like NBA, and I wasn't really back into basketball, so I downloaded it on the PS3, and the only two teams you could play when you had the demo were the two teams that made the finals in the previous yes. year, yeah. so it came down to a 50-50 chance, I was either going to play as the Spurs or the Cavs, I yeah. just randomly chose the Cavs. And, and it worked that, out. It just kind of worked out. The, the love blossomed. <laughs> but I, I still think it fits because since day one, since you got into basketball, you've always been a Cavs fan. Yeah. And I'd say that's, that's pretty much lifelong. At this point, like, yeah, that's lifelong. you didn't grow up in a basketball household. No. But your first exposure to NBA, your first exposure to professional basketball, you had a team. At that point, I'd say that's lifelong. I think, uh, that's how I got into the nub. It's, it's interesting that none of us were brought up in a basketball household, but you all came together through the love of basketball. That's beautiful, isn't it? It's gorgeous. That's just fucking beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, so we got we got the the Cleveland fan, and just I have a quick question because obviously being a Cleveland fan, especially during LeBron's tenure, his, his two yeah. tenures there, I assume that you know online or in person, I don't know how many basketball people you hang around, but have you ever gotten shit about being a Cavs fan, saying you're not a real Cavs fan, you're just a LeBron fan, things like that? Because that's obviously not true. Well, yeah, like it comes in peaks and periods, right? So like. When you first, when LeBron was when I first became a fan, it was like, yeah, you're only liking because LeBron. I'm like, yeah, yeah. man, I like him because like Daniel Gibson and Larry Hughes could hit three in two K A. Ruby, yeah, man. Like I knew LeBron was good, but like I didn't know like what this phenomenon he was, like yeah. how he was compared to Jordan and stuff like that. Like, I didn't yeah. know that back then. It was just kind of like learning about the team afterwards that I found out that it was more coincidence than anything. Yeah. But then yeah. like when he left Miami, when he was taking his talents to South Beach, it was like, I stuck with him. It's like, we absolutely, at one point we had the worst losing record of all time, like yeah. continuously. Yeah, yeah. It was around like 18 games or something. It was rough, man. Yeah. You would bottom barrel with Charlotte. We, like I honestly, <laughs> I probably would struggle to name the starting five we had back then. <laughs> Dude, no one's going to remember you that You did shit. name it. It was Larry Hughes, Booby Gibson. <laughs> Big Z? We Big had Z, a... Was I think that we had like a Ben Wallace towards the end of his career. We did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anderson Barajal? Yeah, the wild thing. Big Z, yeah. <laughs> God, so the, those are the old days with Cleveland. Hasn't been too long, over a decade, but there's been a lot which has changed. So we're going to talk about present day Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. And for the moment, I think we'll all agree there's mostly downs. But there are some highs and, and lows to talk about. One ring. <laughs> One, oh, there are, there are shining lights coming out of the rubble. That's very poetic of you, dude. You've never said something poetic before. But I'm going to be honest. Never! <laughs> How dare you! Slander! Never said anything slander. poetic before. This is slander. No, no, no. On, on the pod. Sorry, I should have elaborated. On the pod. Had... Yeah. Off the pod, you're a, you're a real genuine guy. And you're like, I love you, Josh. I wrote you a poem. I love that shit. Keep going. I it. send you goodnight poems. Every Thursday. I'm, I'm convinced if you lived here, you'd give me a kiss on the forehead every fucking night. <laughs> every morning. That's the way you wake up the homies. Well, you don't kiss your homies goodnight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But present day, present day caps. Um, so they're, they're a rough 
team at the moment. Yep. The season did get cut short, but you only won, what, 19 games, lost 46, I believe it was, yep. something around we, that. We started playing kind of like, we started putting some wins together towards before the whole yep. break happened. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were looking good. I don't think this is the worst season you guys have ever had. You Absolutely guys have actually... Not. We've uh, actually looked. been entertaining to watch this year yes. point. I More agree. so after we moved on Beeline and brought in Bickerstaff, like I noticed yeah. a huge difference straight away. Yeah. Beeline was Get rid of that a... slug. Slug <laughs> <laughs> line. <laughs> oh, Touching back on last week's pod, we were talking about Chicago and Beeline and Boylan kind of remind me of each other. They're both just not good coaches. Yeah. They both got questionable things to Beeline, say. Beeline, from what I have, because I don't watch much college, college basketball, yeah. is he was considered to be a great college coach. It just yeah, yeah. didn't transition into the NBA. And it didn't seem like he was willing to adapt to the NBA either. It was like, I'm a college coach. Let's Especially college when um, it considered like the training schedules and regimes like that. Because obviously in the NBA, you're playing 82 games over yeah, a period. Yeah, college season is a lot shorter. It's a lot shorter. The elimination games is just yeah. one and done. So from what I heard, like he was just running the plays into the ground. So they were yeah. just gassed and the yeah. whole like locker room drama with the slug life thinking they're calling them thugs and stuff. Like I it was just that. I don't yeah. get that at all. Like why the fuck would you say shit like that? But I'm glad he's gone. Because staff yeah. is, is gonna make some moves. But let's let's talk about who's currently on the team. Let's go through the roster. So we've got Colin Sexton, who wait, we're, wait, wait. we're gonna go through the yeah. roster for those who didn't see the previous ones. We go through the roster, we give them a thumbs up or thumbs down. Each of us have our own thumbs up or thumbs down. Yes. So Colin Sexton, I think we've all for the most part got thumbs up. Thumbs up. up. Yeah. Some more than others, but all thumbs up, which is good. Yeah. Uh, Jody Osman. Uh for me, has been either thumbs middle to thumbs down. Yes. He, because oh thumbs down actually middle okay. to thumbs down like it's sort of in between okay. like in the middle not like not up there not there but like there interesting yeah okay I wasn't expecting any kind of thumbs down at all for Jetty no, from you specifically it's more I don't know what it is about him I, I just think his output hasn't been what I wanted it to be yeah like he's good at dishing the ball but to me like his scoring is he reminds great. me of Joe Ingles without the scoring ability mm. in defense. Which obviously isn't Joey Ingles at all. But, but like, <laughs> that's me at that point. Like, that, that's me. I've been described. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like, I'm trying to stay as unbiased as possible because I love all our players. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love Jetty, man. Like, The Last Jedi, like, the last, have that whole thing going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the photo of him just holding the Glock or whatever it was for some reason. <laughs> I love your love for the team. This yeah. is something you need to embrace, Tyler. You should love Denver. Love, yeah. love all the scrubs. He's more of a got. Houston fan than a Denver fan. In my yeah, opinion. it feels. I like love that. my team. We're just not playing winning basketball. <laughs> oh my! Oh, I'm gonna strangle Wait, you let's right not, now. Let's not get onto it. I'm actually keen to see how it goes when you get onto Denver. Oh, we will. But basketball will probably be back <laughs> at that you point. Might be back but, on for the Denver one. So you, you might, you might be free. <laughs> but um, so yeah. we got Colin Sexton, Jed, Jetty Osman, Darius Garland is a, is Thumbs a good up. one. To me. He's had a rough year, but he's very raw. So he gets a part, like I'm going to give him a free pass for this year. Yeah. But it's going to be a thumbs middle for me because we've seen glimpses of what he can do and what they said he could do. Like we've seen glimpses of his like range with scoring and stuff. I want to see him start dishing the ball a bit more, which I haven't seen as much. I honestly don't think we're going to see that at all. Um, It seems like these undersized guards with, with his kind of, skill set they'll never try and run them as a playmaker Hmm. even these playmakers which come into the league very rarely are they uh tried as a playmaker like kobe white we're seeing the same kind of thing um so i'm thumbs middle on on garland i like him as a guy i do think he has potential but i'm not home after seeing him this year he he's very very raw i'm gonna give him another year before i really judge him on where i think he's gonna be that's why i'm not thumbs down at all i'm just i'm not as high on, on him as i once once was yeah um, so we've got two thumbs middle and i'm the only thumbs up on garland so far yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. Fair enough. easy um tristan thompson is the next one thumbs up oh thumb uh i don't I know i am so okay. thumbs down on I, tristan thumbs thompson. middle thumbs middle his i don't know he's been so inconsistent that's the thing that's like his, his good is like great but his bad is like bad he the best <laughs> way <laughs> the best way i can think of tristan thompson is when he's great it, it shows that he's in a really good leadership role. I consider him to be like all-star level when he's like at his height. Oh, That's my man. opinion. I don't know, man. I Okay, I'm not in your corner there. But I consider him like a he, very refined Andre Drummond at 
when he's having a great when he's good in my opinion series. I think he's probably one of the better rebounding offensive rebounding defenders because there's, there's not a lot in the league I'm going to be like, like I have to put yeah. him up there when he's having a great game and he's rebounding very well there's just not not an abundant amount of great can I just put it out there as well that we were all together when we saw him hit his first ever three yes yeah. <laughs> I was just about to bring that up he, his range has extend, extended this year yes. and he's shooting over 50% from yeah, three yeah. One of two. Better than Ben Simmons. <laughs> oh, no, I, think, I think he's hit maybe like three or four, maybe five. I think it's, yeah, yeah I think it's around four. But five. he, like, at the start of the year, we watched a couple of Cavs games together and him and Clove were just putting the work. Yeah. Kevin Love was the pick and roll. Was the pick in the pick and roll. Like, no, it was the roll in the pick and roll. <laughs> roll in the pick and roll. Yeah, like, I consider him and Kevin Love to be kind of similar. Like, when they're good, they're good. But mm. when they're off, yeah. they're just completely off. Yeah. Yes. Um, and... I'll get into Tristan Thompson later, but I am I'm a big thumbs down on Tristan Thompson. Oh, like I haven't even given my judgment yet. Um, I'll put judge in the man. Thumbs middle. Thumbs middle. That's fair. Two that's thumbs fair. middle and a thumbs down. Okay, that's 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 fair. Um, this one, Matthew Delavadova. What's it gonna be, Adam? Adam, outback Jesus. All right, look, being unbiased, thumbs down. All right, I appreciate showing my that. love for him. He's getting two thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> the love is two thumbs up. I get that. I, I love outback that. Jesus. What, and what like, a- I'll give it to him. After um, we got Drummond, his assist numbers are going up, but you know it's not enough. It's not enough of a um, ex- like sample size to give him any more than a thumbs down. Jesus. <laughs> so Avak Jesus, he's getting my thumbs down. He's hustle. He's like Archie Dono, where if but you want hustle, good. he's bringing it, but he's getting a thumbs down. Like I have been in love with that man ever since oh, watching know. him defend Steph in that 2015 finals. I can I campaign. can feel that love oozing. Like when we lost man. Kyrie and like Delhi stepped in, man, he had to go to hospital like after every game because he was so dehydrated. Yeah. That man drinks a lot of coffee and eats a lot of avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> I love the insight, man. All right, next one. Oh. No, oh, okay. You, you want didn't something. give your thumbs on Delhi. Oh, I'm, I'm thumbs down. I'm thumbs down. That, <laughs> I saw that one coming. Yeah, yeah. That's, I've, I've always bagged on Della Vadova, unfortunately. Um, the next one is also a thumbs down for me is Kevin Love. How do you guys feel about Kevin Love? I like, I'm a thumbs up on Clovey. You're a thumbs up, okay. Yeah. Why? What, thumbs up? Why is thumbs I, down or why his thumbs up? Why his, why his thumbs okay. up? Because I still feel like, you mentioned that when he's good, he's really good. And I feel like he has more potential to reach his good than Tristan Thompson does. But Kevin he has loves... more okay. opportunity. He has what? more likely to hit his good level than Tristan Thompson does. So you're saying he's more likely to have a good game than Tristan Thompson? But that's <laughs> yeah, in a weird convoluted <laughs> title way. That's exactly what I said. Okay, I, w- I want to touch on that though because we were talking about the Bulls last week. Thaddeus Young is a very good glue guy, is a hustle guy, is a defensive guy. And the reason you gave him a thumbs down to thumbs middle was because of his deal. Now his deal was nowhere near as bad as Kevin Love. That's loves. true. Now you can't just say just because he has a more potential to have a better game and more consistent than Tristan Thompson doesn't mean he's worth a max deal. That's Kevin Love is on a max deal. Okay. For the max deal, I'll give him thumbs middle. Okay. He um, is on $30 million a year. Yes. And he's what, like 31 now? Yeah, he's getting old and his injury yeah. He's getting old. Like, I've, I don't know if it's true, but I've heard rumors how he's kind of been like a dick in the locker room. Then I've also yes. heard things where he's been good in the locker room. Like, on court, he looks like a great leader. But yeah. Off court in the locker room, like I've heard bad things. So I once, don't know. Once we're done going through the rosters and the salaries, that is a key thing I want to talk about is that locker room drama that you hear because I do believe it. I'm a believer in that. Yeah. Um, so we will touch on that. Um, so what, what are you? Thumbs so up, thumbs Love, down? Based on output and contract and like salary reasons, it's yes. got to be a thumbs down. Because okay. like if you're on 30 mil a year, you got to be performing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you have to be performing at a very yeah. consistent level. Um, so two thumbs down, thumbs middle for you, which is fair. I mean, it's, I can't convert you to a thumbs down. That's fine. Next one is going to be interesting is Larry Nance Jr. I, I personally quite like Larry Nance, obviously being an ex-Laker. I think he's a really good hustle guy. He can, he's pretty good at the four. Um, he can't do a whole lot. He, he's, he's tried to stretch the floor. He's not very good at it, but he's like a thumbs middle for me. For I me, guess. I'm giving him a thumbs up. Thumbs up? Yep. Yeah. He's not bad. I, I like him. Yeah. He does he's what good. he needs to. He does what you expect of him. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts, Todd? So, um, we we both listened to The Ringer, The Mismatch, yeah. which is Kevin O'Connor <laughs> Larry and, <Nance. laughs> and Chris I'm gonna rev it and, and, Chris and, and Kevin O'Connor never shuts up about the, the fucking 20 minutes the Cavs this year run Larry Nance at the small forward position. 
They've run it for like 40 minutes throughout the whole year. And uh, fucking it's KOC hilarious. talks about it every episode. I have no input on Larry Nance Jr. <laughs> he gets a thumbs middle because I just don't care. But I just had to throw that in. I just had to bring shout that out, up. Shout out to the shout, shout out to KOC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Larry Nance with the three. <laughs> Um, the next one, the next junior, uh, who I know you're very high on, Tyler. Uh, sorry, Adam is uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, I love this guy. He's good. Averaging like, ten points. He a game has year. been my favorite draftee that we picked up. I was big on Garland when we first signed him. I knew the Kevin Porter Jr. slid. I didn't know much about like the actual players other than like the big ones like Zion and Jar yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I knew the KPJ was rated. To yes. see him slide as far as he did and then get... I think we picked him with like pick 30, like the last pick in the first yeah, round. Yeah, was a late pick. I'm, I'm stoked for what we got at that pick. Yeah. And I think the reason I ended up being down on Garland this year was because of Kevin Porter and, and mm. how great he's shown to be. Dude, now, he's got swagger. That's what I love about he's him. He's got it, man. I love he, it. He sort of showed them up. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I like... I'm a, I'm a thumbs up on KPJ. Yeah. You could have guessed it from what I just said. He's a thumbs up. Um, yep. I'm a thumbs up as well. I, he's got swagger to him. He has a bit of a, like, yeah. he wants to go out and get it. But there is one thing that sticks in my head whenever I see KPJ. It was this year when he got a dunk and he like flexed yeah, on like, someone and then they were down 30. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. he's got hustle, man. Like, he's just so hyped. Like, like I, I love it. I love like, it. Just, yeah, you great. love the game. The, the thing with KPJ, I, I've got nothing bad to say right now, but it, you look at the stat sheet and it's like he played 20 minutes a game. He shot eight attempts. He averages, you know, 10 points a game. It's nothing great, but he's someone you actually have to watch. Hmm. He's, he's just a great presence and this is his rookie season. Yeah. I, I anticipate him to be very, very good. You know, the only at, thing he needs to work on is foul trouble because he gets into foul trouble quite a lot. I mean, lot. He's, he's got a lot to work yeah. on, but yeah. But like the, one of the big ones at the moment, given like... If he wants to stay yeah. in the game, he's got to, he's got to manage Because at the moment, he's coming off the bench and still getting in foul trouble. Yeah. Really, I did not know that. That is it's scary. He's what six five? No, he's, I do have it he? listed here. I thought he was six five, six six. I thought he was like six 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 seven. I can't remember. You did notes, Adam. Six four, six four. Wow, he look. He's a presence, man. He's yeah, someone he, you look. You're he, like you're a fucking small. He has a bigger. His. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was a small force. He has a bigger build than he yeah. than than comes across. He had an NBA ready body, like coming into the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm I'm impressed. Um, the next one, which I am a thumbs down on, is Alfonso McKinney. I just, I don't care for him. I'm going to be honest. He's a thumbs up for me. He's a thumbs oh, that, up. That's fine. I'm, I'm he, not. He's another Larry Nance to me where he just does what you expect him to do. Like, I'm pretty sure we signed him at one point, then waived him, brought him back again on like a 10-day contract, and then we actually gave him a contract. None of his salary is guaranteed. Yeah. So like for what he's done, for what we're paying him, which is like nothing, mm. has been great. And the little bits that I've seen from him have been good. You've sold me. He was a thumbs down because I didn't care about him. But because like salary's not guaranteed, well, it's just free well, money. He yeah, is, middle. He, he, <laughs> he does have up, he does have a contract. Middle. He's got a four year deal, but it's only like one mil yeah. each year. That's so that's nothing. That's chump change. That's yeah, it's pennies. Yeah, that's so that's that's pennies. nothing. It's a, it's a good deal. I'm not like saying McKinney's a bad player. I just don't care for the play much i feel like you can slot a lot of players into his role mm. yeah. um and it's especially for a team which is rebuilding and trying to fight for a playoff spot the eighth seed specifically i just i feel like there's there's a lot of guys out there which can which can fit that role so are you talking us specifically fighting for the eighth seed cleveland cavaliers at, no, no i'm not i'm not saying this year or like in the next couple of years yeah i say at least like two years before yeah I, I think at some point you will be fighting for the eighth seed mm. um because the, the the east is getting stronger I'm not going to lie. The, mm. the East is looking good, especially the top half. So you'll, you'll fight for the outside at some point. And then I feel like McKinney's role can just be filled out by a bunch of guys. So I'm, I'm not overly high on him. Um, the next one, which is an interesting one, an Australian, Dante Exum. He came in the league with Utah. He was drafted by Utah. Played with Utah for a big chunk of his career. The thing is, I didn't watch him much in Utah. I've only Because he was injured. No one yeah, saw him well, much. Yeah, he's, like, he's the invisible <laughs> man, right? Yeah. Um, from what I've seen, like, he came out when we first got him within one of the first couple of games. I think he dropped, like, 28 points or something. Like, we've seen what he can do when he's healthy. Yeah. But the fact that he's always injured, for me, has just got to make it a thumbs down. Because, like, he's taking up a spot that could go to someone that could take advantage of it. It's not, no fault of his. It's just his body is letting him down. Yeah. Do you, have you watched much Exum? Yeah. So, not that there's too much to watch. Yeah, there's not a lot. Um... I don't have any issue with his play, but the fact that he's another guard, 
He's a pretty big guard as well. He, but he is, but if you look at the three young prospects, it's Garland, Sexton, and KPJ. And guess what? Mm. They're all guards. Yeah. You don't want, not that he's saying that Exum is taking time away from them on the court, but he sort of is. Yeah, you've also got Delhi running. Yeah, you've also too, running so. Delhi as well. I'm pretty sure like Delhi's getting like no minutes though. <laughs> as he should. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. But, um, sorry, Delhi. Yeah, I think Exum's more of just like a backup, backup type thing. He's definitely not for the future. Yeah. It's just, it's just now. Yeah, um, he's just there. Yeah, he's there. I I give him I'm I'm thumbs down. I don't I think due to his body, unfortunately, he's just never gonna have a good career. Did they get him in the JC trade? I believe so. Man, I fucking love Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, because he ended up in Utah. Yeah, he's at Utah now, and yeah. he he's yeah. having a great season. Can we just Spoilers for if we ever get to the Jazz. Fucking hell! This is a JC Love podcast. We love JC. God, I love Jordan not, Clarkson. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson, not the Lord. I mean, we love the Lord too. It's a Christian podcast. This is not a Christian <laughs> podcast. And the next one, which I, I think you're high because you've, you've talked about this man quite a bit, is Ante Zizic. No. Okay. For some reason, I just feel like you've mentioned Zizic before no. and like, that boy's sexy. He's got swag. And I'm like, that has nothing to do with his basketball. No, he's just a thumbs Maybe down for me. Like, I just, okay. He's not going to be with us. I, I don't believe he'll be on our roster as of next season. Like the way you sorry, the way he's not going to be well, with he's us. He's not going to die. <laughs> Adam's going to personally end Ante Zizic. Rest in peace, like, Zizic. His contract's expiring. It's a he's only on two point two mil. Like he's not really worth anything. He hasn't really shown anything. Yeah, he's yeah. he's going to just he'll be off the books. He's gone. And now this, yeah. the reason why you shouldn't bring him back because you've already got an abundant amount of big men. I don't know really what's going on with Tristan Thompson. I don't know what's going on with Drummond. Um, we haven't got to my boy yet. Oh well, let's get to the boy because we none of us are high on Zizic. But some of us may be high on Drummond. I, how do you feel about it? Go, Tyler. Go. You're, you're He's my boy. That's it. <laughs> We've talked about the concept of a boy, of a player that you always loved, but was never that great. But I, I, I do want to touch on something. So when, when we did the boy podcast, that was real fun. Oh, yeah, because he wasn't allowed in. No, I said he was, but you were like, you know what? I think he's too good. Because I, active, I openly That's said true. I don't yeah, think yeah, he's yeah. a good player. No, I, I, I think he's a good player. I do think Drummond's a good player. Okay. That's, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you. He can rim run. He gets rebounds. He's big. That's, it stops there, right? It stops there. He's, uh, he's got a player option next year. Let me, let me just check how much his player option is. So where's Drum? His player option ne- next year is 28 million. 28.7. Getting paid too much. That's the worst part about Drum because he made an all-star. Well, Which yeah, is- like we'll get onto it like, a bit after, but... I think we will be like he'll be on our roster next season simply because he's not going to get paid that much if he opts out and he's going to want the money. Yeah. So he realizes now, so he was willing to test the free agent market yeah. as unrestricted to see you. He, he thought he was worth the max. And then ever since he was, sh- he was shipped off for pennies, yeah. for absolutely nothing to, to Cleveland. That's really every, all the Pretty sure he got traded for like Brandon Knight or something. Yeah, Brandon yeah. Knight. And it, that was just to match salaries, man. Brandon Knight's still yeah. overpaid for some reason. <laughs> Um, so he's definitely realized that he's not going to get the max. So he'll hundred percent opt in for that player option. Yeah. Which I mean, move on from Tristan get, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, would, would your hate for Drummond's settle if he wasn't getting paid? He was dicking down Jeanette McCurdy. Like, fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Go for that. But like, would your, like, you guys both don't really like Drummond too much. Is it just because of his salary? No, I don't think he has any... Any qualities that can help the modern NBA? Well, I never said that I hated Drummond. Yeah, you've been I hating this. I never said I hated Drummond. Yeah, either. it's just the vibe I get. No, no, I, I was very shocked when we traded for him because it kind of came out of nowhere. But it wasn't a bad deal. It just, wasn't a bad deal. Nothing. You're like, because I remember I yeah. messaged you and you're like, why the fuck would they do that? Yeah. Like, why? Like, what did they? What did they trade? And then I told you what they trade, and you're like, you know what? That's actually yeah, not bad. Like it's it's just a it's a fair trade. Yeah, you find Lint in the bottom of the seat in the car, you trade yeah. that away for Drummond. How's that a bad deal? <laughs> I remember we talked about it on the pod, or maybe off the pod. We were talking okay. about it and we we're saying yeah. my only thought of why they would trade for Drummond at this point is like maybe they can get in his good books and he wants to re-sign with them for less. Yeah, you did mention that. I think that was off the pod, and I I don't know the likelihood of that. He, it, like I said, I wholeheartedly expect him to to sign the player option at 28 mil. And then after that, who knows? To be fair, I have no faith in our front office and I think we'll just pay him overs anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't have much faith. Especially I don't if... want to keep him. That's the thing. Okay. I'm happy to let him go. I'm let's, happy to let him walk. Let's talk about... Oh, but here's a thumbs middle for me. Here's a thumbs middle. Here's a thumbs down for me. Here's a thumbs up for Tyler. That's big. That's the biggest thumbs up I've ever seen in my life. Bullshit. <laughs> 
All right, so now we're starting to get into some some weird names. Um, Dean Wade, I have zero input. Yo, D Wade, still yeah. on our D Wade, sure, yes, D-Wade. the 2K god. I'm not even. I'm gonna move on from that. Dean Wade, thumbs down. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't watch. Thumbs him. down. Like, Who gives I don't a know shit? Much about him. Uh, this man has a very uh, politician-looking name, Matt Mooney. Matt Mooney, I think he's just on a two-way like contract. A I don't really like. He's know here for anything a cup about of him. Like he's here to get a little bit of pay and go back to his day job. Yeah, and then you got just got some like Sir Dominic. No, can Pointer. I just point out Why that are you is hiring the, accountants? Sir Dominic Pointer has got to be the best goddamn name in the NBA. Quincy Pondexter. Nah, Denzel Valentine. <laughs> I get, yeah, that's that's a good one. No, but that that's a good one. Sir, Sir Dominic, Dominic Pointer gets a thumbs up for me just for his name. Yeah, yeah. Admiral right. Washington. Ooh, no, Admiral no, Schofield. Schofield. Sorry. Admiral, Admiral Schofield. Schofield is that's that he'd be a villain in a John Wick film. Yeah, like but to get the surname, don't you have to be knighted? I mean. His surname's Pointer. Sir Dominic Pointer. I get. I don't know. I don't know I don't anything know. about you Sir You said Dominic. surname as in Sir something, but the oh, term S- for last S-I-R. name, S-I-R. Oh, okay. I was um, yes, or if you own land in certain parts of He might be Britain. very wealthy. He well, might have a wealthy I feel like family. he might own some land then, because I doubt like he's been knighted. <laughs> I, I, almost that, yeah. beca- I almost became a Sir, but I would only be a Sir in the plot of land that I owned. <laughs> no, let me explain. I almost bought a bit of land in Scotland, right? You can buy like a chunk of land in Scotland, right? And you can get the title of Sir, but oh, yeah. you're only Sir if when you're in that land. Oh, you're not shitting me. No, oh, I almost god. did this. Oh my god. Alright. <laughs> Quick put a low block so, sticker on it. <laughs> I would. Um so that's how I know that. He was maybe maybe his dad. Maybe that's his first name. Maybe his, his first name's name. just a meme. Basically, they yeah. bought a block of a square in Scotland <laughs> and put the baby there. <laughs> All right. So then in the last two, Sheldon Mack and, and Dylan Windler. Um, Sheldon Mack is okay. I actually think he's all right. I don't know much about him. Um, he's, I've seen a bit. Okay. But uh, Dylan Windler, yeah. That's Dylan, Dylan so. Windler has got range. He can shoot, but mm-hmm. he's been injured all year. Yeah. I'm not even going to give him a thumbs down. I'm not going to give him a rating because like, I've seen nothing of him. Yeah. He hasn't played a game yet. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, got, yeah. No, I got no thoughts on it. Um, and then we'll, we'll touch on salaries because the salaries looking at your team, considering you are no, no offense, but the team is bottom barrel right now in terms of standings. You guys just aren't anywhere near where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, it's not a bad season, but you, hopefully within a couple of years you should start uh, getting a bit better. It's been rough, right? Because like post LeBron, it's been rough, but like this has probably been one of the most exciting non-LeBron teams. Yeah, I've no, I agree. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent agree. I agree. E- including teams with Kyrie on it. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie's an exciting player. He's very uh, polarizing, that's for yeah. sure. Um, but so the salary is the highest paid player, as, as is pretty obvious. Kevin Love, 28.9 mil this year, 31 next year, 31 next year, 28.9 the following year. It's rough. And man. he's 31 years old. It's rough. It's, it's be... not a great contract. We're not, we're not here trying to hide that. It's, and my, my opinion with this, purely for this, this contract, is he does need to move off of it. I mean, not him. Uh, the, the team needs to move off of this contract ASAP. Because like you mentioned before, we've heard a lot of rumours about about him just being uh, not a good great, not a just great guy. being a bit the, like immature. Yes. Yeah. And it, it, it happens when you get into these situations because he's, he's a champion. He's, won, he's mm. won a chip. And going back to, you know, struggling, can't even getting to the eighth seed and mm. now your franchise player is, is Sexton and possibly Garland. And another thing was, I'm pretty sure he signed that contract on the belief that the Cavs were still going to yes. be contending for the playoffs. Absolutely, yeah. That, that was a, a big thing which mm. came out. So he would feel slighted that they're now in yes. this position. Yeah. It's, it's not a great situation all around. I can understand why he's frustrated, but I would have... Kevin Love is, is one of the poster guys, in my opinion, for just a, a, a really nice guy, a really good locker room guy. Um, and it is really good when it comes to his role. He was the third option in that. Mm. And back in his Minnesota days, he was the shit. He was dominant. It was the second coming of KG in Minnesota. Um, but then after all, all this, this last season, he's, in my opinion, he's kind of blown all, the, all that out, out the window. He's yeah, just been like, a... We've kind of always had like a light version of him ever since yeah. his Minnesota days. We've never seen that Minnesota-level consistent Kevin yeah. yeah, And I know a lot of it is due to his, his knees and stuff. He's been a bit injury-prone. So I can excuse that. Everyone goes through that. Mm. But it's just the, the locker room attitude, despite all the crap. I know it's not a great situation right now, but 
veterans are the the biggest inspiration and and the biggest presence for these rookies. Yeah, they're leaders. Guys. Like absolutely, yeah. whether you like it or not, you're a leader. And Kevlov's a champion. You're yeah. a, you're a leader at that point. And for him to crack a tantrum and and just not be happy about the situation and be openly verbal about it. Is, is just very, very sad to see. And Tristan Thompson was that, yeah, the same Yeah, that's the way. thing. Our two leaders of the team have had known to be very immature in the locker room. Yes. And it's and very that's unfortunate. that's what you don't need. And it, it, it hurt a bit to see because I know Tristan Thompson is a bit, you know, whatever. He, he's, he dated a Kardashian. Like, yeah, if you date a Kardashian, <laughs> it's a bit questionable. I love he makes, Mars, he makes questionable decisions. Yes. Let's, you know. And I, I, know, I was never high on his locker room presence. He's not a bad guy. I don't think he, he was a bad one. No, room I, he's probably, he might not be. He might be a, a, a normal lad. Yeah. But he, he may make some silly off-court decisions. Yes. But after this season, I, I think if, if the intention is to properly rebuild, because you guys don't get big free agents. It's just the way it is, unfortunately. Yeah. It's a small market. So the intention, in my opinion, would be to rebuild completely. And you can't do that if you've got these two veteran guys. I know they've been a little bit better this year in terms of locker room presence. But once you've kind of lit the fire, set the ideology for, hey, we can do this as young guys. We can disrespect and, and play things how we want to play, especially with a, a coach like Beeline at the time. It's a recipe for disaster. And that's my biggest concern with Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson, who are the two highest paid players on the team currently. Because um, Tristan Thompson, uh, whilst he is only making 18 mil ends this year, it is still a high contract um, and he's, he's a champion. They, I, I agree. They yep. should move off. I've talked about it before. You should have your vision and move towards yes. it. You can't 50-50, oh, we want to keep some of our vets and rebuild. No, yes. you should go 100% in your vision and move towards what or, you want. Or at least get the right vets to, to coach. Like Memphis did that great with Jar Morant and all their guys. They had Jay Crowder and guys like that. They were really good vets. That's the thing. You can get good vets. It's just... At a cheaper price. At a cheaper price, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And... Um, sorry. And you can still get a good return for TT and Kevin Love right now. Yeah, absolutely. You could get a great return. Especially TT right now. I He's mean, Kevin Love, you're going to have to give up a bit to offload that contract. Yeah. You've got to make something. some sacrifice, but to get rid of that contract would mean so much. I, th- I think it's a definitely a big move in the right Because another thing, you've got to look towards the future as well. Because like if players like KPJ keep improving and yeah. Sexton keep improving, when their contracts are up, they're going to want to get paid a bit more. Yeah. And you don't want to be bogged down by the fact that you're holding mm-hmm. on to Kevin Love's contract of 30 mil a season for like the next three or four years. Yeah. Sacramento is in a weird situation right now, a similar thing. They keep paying their mediocre players and their role players too much money. And then when players like Buddy Hill come up for an extension... All of a sudden, it's like, I don't know if I should really be spending the max on this guy. Mm. So it's it's a good idea to move off this. Don't keep these guys on the books for too long. Mm. Um, especially I'm... when you've got Andre Drummond making 28 million, most likely next year. He'll, he'll get that player option. Yeah, He seems to be a step in the right direction for the future. Um, he's assuming... still kind of young, right? He's about 26 Yeah, or no, he's young. Yeah. he's young. He's like 25, 26. Yeah. yeah. He looks so much older than he and is. He's been in the league a long time too. Yeah. So you like I, if you don't look at his age, I thought he was like twenty eight, but no, he's he's young. Yeah, he's young. Um, um, and, and, then, he, and reasonably accomplished, might I add? Look, he's he's not a horrible player. I'm no. never going to say he's a horrible player. He he's one of the best players when it comes to knowing his role. Detroit isn't a good example of that because Blake's out. They they shipped off all their guys. Derek Rose was out a lot of the time. He ran the offense. He was starting to shoot threes. Granted, he was very poor at it, but he was trying to take on a load, which was just too much for him. So it's going to be good in a situation, in my opinion, with Cleveland, when you've got these guards and and KPJ, which can come up. And obviously this year has been pretty good for them. Next year, they're going to get more touches. And it'll be a chance for Andre Drummond to really kind of fit in, know his role. I think I'll, I'll sign the player option. We'll, we'll see how that goes. And hopefully signs for less the following year for the next few well, years. Well, that's the thing as well, right? Because like we brought him in and we didn't get to see enough of him to actually gel with that team. Yes. You need to give that time. Like players don't come in and instantly just, you don't have that 100% team chemistry. Yeah. You need a bit of time to gel with Absolutely. your players. Like we even saw that with like LeBron in his first year at the Lakers. Yeah. Like he's considered like the greatest player in the world. He is the greatest player in the world at the moment. But like that first year with the Lakers was rough. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there were a lot of reasons why it was rough, but chemistry in my opinion is the most important thing. When 
<clears throat> and it doesn't always happen, but when you look at a lot of time, even like LeBron's first year in Miami was rough. His first year coming back to Cleveland, yep. although that was, wasn't as good a team, it was rough. His first year at the Lakers is rough. Very rarely does a team of like a bunch of new players or they acquire a bunch of new players and it all gels perfectly. Yeah. Because LA is a good example. So LA, uh, LeBron's first year in LA when we signed you know, Lance Stevenson and, and all those weird guys um, and he named them Mud. It was like, I don't know, most what? underrated something. It, he was a weird acronym LeBron okay. gave it. it, was, it I've never mud. heard that before. I'm, I'm a Lakers fan. i got to follow all this shit. I guess. Um, so it was the weird. Boys. And the, the main reason why they got them, it wasn't because, you know, maybe these guys were actually bringing us a chip. It was these guys seemed to be kind of cut from the same cloth with their upbringing. They all kind of want to win. And the chemistry should be there. It's just thought the talent wasn't there. So... That's unfortunately Lance Stevenson's not winning you a chip. I'm sorry, he's not Indiana, um, Lance Stevenson. But chemistry is is extremely important. Mm. People make moves based on chemistry. There's a whole role dedicated in the front office for chemistry, and and how you can get the right guys to fit. And I hope Andre Drummond's going to be that. Yeah, um, I hope because so I, I like Andre Drummond is is a great locker room guy in my opinion. I think he's a great guy. Mm. Um, I'm never going to say he's, he's shit. Um, it's just I. He doesn't. His skill set doesn't match he up. Just with put his it out there as well. Did you see how he tipped like a thousand dollars to like one of those guy. like workers at a like restaurant or whatever? Unlike fucking Rudy Gobert, he seems like a lovely person around, and he's an all right rapper. He's not great. Oh my god, he makes raps. Oh, guess what we're listening no, to no, no, after no, the pod? I'm not listening to more NBA basketball rap. I'm so Amon sick. Aman Shumpert Aaron isn't great. Gordon. Aaron Gordon's horrible. What about Dame Dollar. Dame, Dame Dollar is actually talented. Yes, he's but he's it's so plain. I don't like it. I'm not into it, but he's talented. Yeah, he's got the most talent out of all the out of all. Well, I think out, out of like music, I don't know. We're they off topic they right said now. it perfectly in Game of Zones. He's like, yeah. oh, you're pretty good for an NBA player. Not good for a rapper, <laughs> but good for an <laughs> yeah. NBA player. Um, but then there was also the comment was like, yeah, but he's not as good as Oladipo. Oladipo has the voice of an angel. That guy can sing. He was on like the the mass singer in Korea. Um, but can I just put out there? Yeah, Aaron Gordon his rap career like hit. Oh. Aaron Gordon's rap career is fucking horrible. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, what he made a whole song about not winning the dunk contest. Yeah, like that's stupid. <laughs> I I don't want to rant about Aaron Gordon right now. You get onto right that now. when you do Orlando. When we do but... Orlando, and God, I hope we get to Orlando. What I... if we just skip Orlando? No, bro. Like bro, the bro, rest bro. of the league does. I... <laughs> 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 that's not where I thought you were going with it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot Orlando existed ever since Dwight left. <laughs> Man, they were so good with Dwight. Um, but so did Orlando, if you check their, <laughs> their uh, arena attendance. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll rush through. So as you're aware, Andre Drummond's contract is, yep. is pretty big. Larry Nance is the, is the fourth high, highest paid player. Making, it's, it's top heavy, which is good. So as the other guys need contracts, um, they can pay him. So he's on 12.7 right now, 11.7 the next year, 10.6 the next year, 9.6 the next and that's year. And yeah, that's over four years. That's, that's over four years. That's, that's fine for, for what he brings. I like that. Delhi's on 9.6 for one year. That's expiring. That's fine. Exum, this was just filler, but it's 9.6 this year, 9.6 the next. It was just filler. Then you um, could trade him next year as well. Yeah. Like, for like a salary dump type thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Garland's on his rookie deal. Sexton's on his rookie deal. Jetty's on a really good deal in my opinion. 2.9 yeah, this year, 8 points. Yeah. Skyrocket's 8.7 the next, but then 8 the really next. Really hope he starts performing. 10.3. I think even regardless, if he doesn't perform that well, it's still a really good contract. Yeah. Like, we forget, because we started watching basketball back when, like, Kobe was in his prime, you know, number 24, and was only making, like, 20 million a year. That was a max mm. deal. You know, now max deal is, is, is generally around the $40 million. So, like, these 8 to $10 million deals are nothing anymore. I don't know if you've, still, if you've got it noted there, but we're still paying J.R. Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still, still paying him. We, Fuck off! For the next three years. Yeah, like, because we, we cut him from the roster, like, we're still paying his salary. No one wants him. We can't trade him. You know, you know who else is still getting paid? I'm pretty sure Josh Smith. Josh still Smith's paid. still getting cash. Yeah. Um, how him. much is J.R. Smith getting paid? Did you note that down? Yeah, so 1.4, 1.4, 1.4 for the next three years. Like it's pennies for a, for a franchise like that, but it's still but it's still money on the books. I still wish the Lakers traded for him. Could you imagine Ooh. having LeBron and Jr. back together no, after no, the whole no, like no. the meme of like. The hands. <laughs> we we experimented with the mud group. But now you got Dion. Working. I don't, you got the, the fuck you got the nuclear Dion? option. Why the fuck did that happen, man? I hope one of you got insight when we get to Lakers. You got Mr. Edibles. <laughs> Mr. Edibles. I'm glad he's okay, but that's a questionable <laughs> decision. Um, okay is a relative term. 
Yeah. He's not passing out on planes, but I don't think his brain too good anymore. Oh, he'd still smoke us in basketball, that's for sure. We are, we are not good. Um, so, yeah, then it drops off to Zizic, who's expiring at 2.2. Dylan Windler's on a rookie deal. McKinney um, is making 1.3 to 2.1 the next four years. That's nothing. Kevin Porter Jr. is on his rookie deal. It's, it's actually a real cheap deal as well because he was a late pick. Sheldon Max expiring at 81,000. Sir Dominic is expiring at 50,000. They're probably two-way deals. Mm. Um, and then it just drops off. So it, it is very top-heavy. It, it looks very similar to Philly. Um, but I'm confident you guys know to move off of this. Yeah. Philly's in a, in a weird situation. I know we need obvious. to, but I don't know if our front office does. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's You that's mentioned you don't have too much faith in your front office right now. We had the opportunity to move on Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. I believe, I don't know if it was a strong rumor or if it was just something someone made up. or I, I know I read about it. It wasn't a dream. Yeah. There was a package that put Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love together to send to the Clippers. Clippers would have taken that. Yeah. I don't know what you wanted in return. So the thing, you did tell me about this. I couldn't find anything about it. Was that at the start of the year? It was around the start of the season, I believe. The Clippers... No, I mean, I mean like, what, what your team wanted in return. I don't know. What, what do yeah, you I, want? I think, like, we probably wanted more than that's, that's what I'm thinking. Because if you can move off those, you move off those. You probably would have wanted, like, Shamit. Lou Will. Someone, Lou Will. Someone. I don't know. Lou Will was on a pretty good deal. I actually, um... What was I going to say? I think that, uh... They want to get rid of Kevin Love and actually get something for him. That's great. The thing is, if that's we want to... Yep. Trade Kevin Love. We have to give up something, like a pick or something, yes. because like someone's going to have to take on that salary. He's valued way too high. Yeah, he's like Chris Dunn. Like, he's, if I mean, gonna... not, he's not as bad as Chris Dunn, but it's like you know, at Chicago just value Chris Dunn for some reason. The value for Kevin Love is just way too high in Cleveland. Yeah. I don't like, know why. We could trade him and a pick for like a, a role player. Like that's could, fine. Yeah, because the main point of this is if you can get like a late first or, or second round pick. And move off of that contract, you've won. I want us to do what Detroit did to Drummond and just like, yeah, get him. Yeah, like, just get it. Just get get one big guy in just flip and it. Yeah. yeah, flip it. Yeah, that that'd be perfect. Because they they they're pretty much going towards their future. They said, "Yep, Drummond, you did great." Yeah. But sorry, bye. Yeah. So now the the general consensus with us, we may not agree a hundred percent, but we do agree that moving off the two big guys would be ideal. And then hope that Drummond works out and signs for cheaper in the next couple of years. And then hope that Sexton and Garland and KPJ continue to improve. That's the general consensus, right? I, I, just, I don't have faith in Drummond staying. Because okay. just because I, no one wants to be in Cleveland as much as I'm a like, Cavs fan. Yeah. Like the, we had LeBron in our team and we were struggling to pull free agents. Yeah. Like, that's just the honest truth. Yeah. I know and, Dem- Denver goes through the same thing. And um, so I just believe after Drummond's contract expires, he's gonna like we're gonna offer him some money, I'm sure. But like, I feel like he's want to go, gonna want to go to a better market. Possibly, yeah. Did Drummond? How long was Drummond in Detroit for? Six uh, years. I want to say yeah, right? six. So he six re-signed years, in Detroit, and Detroit hasn't been a big basketball city. It's also not a big city. Yeah, Detroit's small. So is Denver. Denver's small. I right? keep forgetting. So. That. I don't, I'm, I don't want to, I'm not saying I know, have insights into Andre Drummond's brain, but it doesn't, he doesn't seem the type to the, I need, he doesn't seem the Anthony Davis of, I need the bright lights. See, I, I agree with you. Now you, you said that he'll probably go to a different market. The way I see things going with Andre Drummond is if, assuming his player option year next year goes yeah. well, I see him offering a pretty okay contract with you guys for the next four years. I see it happening. I think he knows he's not getting the max. No team's going to offer him the max. If you guys give him a good deal and a good stable environment, I think that's what he wants at this point. But what about if like another team offered him the exact same contract? Do you still, still think he would depends, stay with Depends on what team. The, all the, the main thing, in my opinion, next year in his player option year, because he'll opt in, needs to be a very good year. Not stat-wise, he just it yeah. needs to be a good fit. A lot of players always play good in their contract year because they want to get paid. They yeah. put in that extra hustle. like They yeah. go to training more. Like, they just which, show that they want to get paid. Which is a, a double-edged, double-edged sword in this situation because you don't want uh, Andre Drummond balling out and taking minutes and, and shot attempts from your other guys, which you're really trying to build. Because Saxon's got potential. Oh, Garland's if, got potential. If I see Drummond shooting threes... It's going to happen. I don't want him on this <laughs> team, man. <laughs> I don't think he will shoot threes. I think he's going to try and get dirty on the boards a bit more. I hope so. 
Um, so. I think he seems like a good locker room guy. I'm hoping he'll fit. He's young enough that like he's not too old like Kevin Love is for the young guys. You I think I mean? it's fine. I think he's, he's like play. he's a vet, but he's not in his thirties. He's in his like, mid twenties. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like we are. He's got he's got a veteran presence. I can definitely see him being a better locker room leader than Kevin Love and yes. Tristan Thompson. I, I agree. Even without the accomplishments, I see him being a very good locker room guy because you've never heard a single. Bit he of seems drama. super like humble. Like yeah. He, just, no, he's, he's he a wants great to get guy. to work. Like I really like Drummond. His just his skill set doesn't match his contract. That's my only concern with Drummond. And he is playing a, a very specific skill set, which is being phased out of mm. the league. Guys like Rudy Gobert, you know, seven foot one, but he's a defensive monster. We've got guys like Dwight Howard, who's still a defensive monster and rebounder. Andre Drummond is a good defender, but his only skill set right now is rebounding. And that isn't the the best thing. It's when just the these... way the game evolved. Yeah, it's it's the way the game evolves. I'm like for example, like you saying like Roy Hibbert was one of the best big men in the league, right? And yeah. then they brought in a new role, which role. just yep. and then he was he was out of gone. the league. He was gone. Yeah, and he was, he was a real good player. Yeah. But he got he got a, a really big deal with Indiana. Yeah, and it, it can happen. Anything can happen. It's just that's why he's shooting threes. As of this year and last year, was I can't to, blame him for it. He's trying. He's just trying to adapt, um, and it's you know some players aren't still. Yeah. So, so that that's that's the the weird situation right now with Cleveland and Andre Drummond because he's in his contract year. So usually they try and ball out and take those attempts. And a he also is playing for his his career because he needs to adapt at some point, which is worrying. But then you've also got a bunch of young guys all in their rookie deal, which you need to make sure they get short attempts and minutes and develop them. So. Whilst I am pretty positive if you can move off the right pieces, it is still a worry. Drummond, whilst I think he's a good locker room fit, it may be a, a bit concerning, just, just purely based on the situation, in my opinion. It's not the perfect situation. And very rarely are they the perfect situation, but it, it's a bit worrying. I'm, I'm a bit concerned about mm. that. That's the main concern I have with the team, which isn't much. Um, Drummond has me as one of those guys where I, I believe he'll, he'll do what's best. But then how many players can... I'm, I'm, it's not a, a shot at the Cleveland team, but how, how many players at that calibre can accept losing for so long? You know, we've had a lot of players which just hate losing. Booker um, hates hates losing. We've got a lot of players... It's a lot losing. easier to put up with until you get that winning feeling. Yes. And and they've, they've been to the playoffs, um, but that's about it. Was this... This past year, was that Andre Drummond's first time in the playoffs? Uh, first or second. He's used to losing, and like yes, he got a he got a he got a hint he got a whiff of winning, but that was because of Blake. Well, that's that's my concern though. Is his, his, I don't think it's his enough. Lost to... for so much. At what point do you? At what point do you stop? Because that that's where it happens. You know, Booker was losing for so long. He had there was never any winning seasons. But I feel like his situation in Cleveland is more promising than his situations in Detroit. Because there wasn't as many young, good pieces yeah. around him. I, I agree. I'm, I feel I'm like playing... he could be more... Well, you're playing devil's advocate. Yeah, that's exactly bit. what and I'm doing. And I understand doing. that. Yeah. Um, I also don't want to sit on Drummond for too long. Yeah, he's, I think the reason we just spoke about him a bit much because he's the most uh, interesting aspect of this team right now because he could make or break a team. Let's be honest. Salary-wise and skill set-wise, it could be very, very yeah. interesting with what happens with it him. It can go both ways. It can either be a complete disaster or it yeah. could be one of the... Smartest things we've done, yeah. like our front office has done. Let, let's, <laughs> Which isn't very hard, to be honest. Let's talk about one of the, in my opinion, the most surprising players this year is Colin Sexton. Yeah. I think he's been very, very good this year. He's shooting 47% from the field, two more percent than Zach Levine. I'm sorry, I had to throw it in there. He's averaging no, over 20 why, why do you bring that up? <laughs> I had to. This is just like a little inside thing just, that we always have going. Can I just quote this again? <clears throat> Hit him. Bad players don't score 40 points. Correct. Colin Sexton is not a bad player. <laughs> I'm getting... I'm, they're beating me up verbally. It's not true, listeners. I do not hate the sexmeister, Colin oh Sexton. If, um, if it works out, we are dubbing the Cleveland team. If Garland and Sexton work out, we're calling it the Sexland. Yuck. That's disgusting. <laughs> I do not want their faces on a poster that says Sexland. Welcome to Sexland, boys. It's going to be Colin Sexton in the nude, but it'll have Garland's head over his private parts. <laughs> Welcome to Sexland. Wait, I'm going to Photoshop. We're going to put that on Instagram. I'll do it. <laughs> That'll I'll do be it. this week's um, uh, bloody picture. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I, I like Sexton. He's come a long way. Can we He's... do, for this week's oh. picture, can you do the Brady Bunch, but it's the Cavs? <laughs> 
I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do the Brady Bunch, but have it as all the Cavs players. Let's do that. All right. I'll work on that. But anyway, back on the Sexton. Sexton has improved. Um, he's averaging three assists, three rebounds, which is all right. He, I think it's very obvious he's never going to be an assist man. I, that, I, you, I don't ever want what, to put him in I mean, that. like, obviously, you probably don't watch as much Cavs basketball as I do, but his assist numbers have actually gone up drastically since Bickerstaff came in. Yes. And it's, it's, it's not, we haven't been able it's to It's not see. changing his average because obviously he's had such a long run of having low assist games, but he was having like a span there where he had like seven, eight, like 10, seven, like sort of like that. It's very much yeah. like KPJ where he's someone you have to watch uh, during this brief tenure to see that he has actually improved. He doesn't seem like a natural passer in he's terms not. of he's not, when he drives, he's not actively looking to kick it out because we've watched games You're right. with Correct. tunnel vision. Correct. But... A bigger staff, like you mentioned, looks like he's trying to get him to learn to pass more naturally and forcing yep. him to yeah. get more assists, get more of his teammates involved. Yes. Because instead of like, he used to be a very, a one play player. It's pretty much either, in his first season, he used to just go the mid-range a lot. Yeah, which is he a, was, um, a very Considering it was shot. missing as well, which is a, um, <laughs> he just he, chopped he was picking Like shit. he was, Throwing up threes, which is he's shooting very well from three. But yeah, when he was yeah. driving, he was never dishing it out. So it became very one-dimensional. Yeah, and Players had... knew what he was going to do. Yes. And that, that was the, the same thing with Lonzo, but in the opposite spectrum, he wouldn't shoot. He would yeah. drive in and force a kick out. So they're very similar in that regard, just opposite uh, ends yeah. of the spectrum. Um, but it, I, I think he's improved. He, he has a, a lot of improving to do. Um, granted, what, it's his second year? Yeah. Can I just put it out there? Did you guys, like, one reason why I'm so high on him, did you see the college game where he played 3v5 and almost won it for Alabama? No. So what happened, right? He was Alabama versus Minnesota. I went back and watched this recently. Mm. Um, it was five, like, they, it was like, everyone was fine, no one was ejected. Then this little scuffle happened. Alabama's whole bench got ejected. Oh, no, I did see this. Yeah, 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 yeah I did and see this. And then yeah. it was 5v5, but they had no bench. And then there was another little scuffle, and then two yeah. more of their players got ejected. So for, like, the second half of that game, it was 3v5. And I'm pretty sure that Sexton finished with 40 points that game and got it to within, like, two or three points. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I recall. I, I forgot it was Sexton. Ha so there was three players on the court yeah. for Bama. How does the game not, not just get thrown out at that point? No, you don't. You keep playing. That's fucking wild. Playing. I've never seen so, a game play with less than five players. There was a similar thing in the NBA where I think it was the Lakers, actually. We had uh, all our players got ejected in foul trouble, but we had to have five players on the court. So we actually had to have someone in with over six fouls. Um, the NBA is a bit yeah. different. Yeah. But that, that's a, I remember that. That was yeah. really, really, really cool. Um, the thing with Sexton, he's never been a bad player. The, the concern with him was can he transition to the NBA? I don't think there was any doubt that he could be a good player. It was just how, how well can he transition? Do, do and I think remember he's, he's doing it well. When um he first got drafted and he's like, yo, what's your message to LeBron to keep him here? I... And he's like, yo, LeBron, come back. Let's let's go for another finals run. Like let's run you don't break. put that man on the spot. We know LeBron's not staying. Like he's not staying for a rookie. <laughs> they did him dirty. Sure. They did him dirty. You guys um, traded off Wiggins. He was the best high school player in the country. Yeah, LeBron didn't want to play with Wiggins before we knew what Wiggins was. Yeah. He's definitely not playing with the, with Young Bull. Exactly. Even though Young Bull is way better than fucking Wiggins. <laughs> and I love that nickname for him because it, it suits him on defense. Yeah, he's a bulldog on defense, which I think we should talk about briefly mm -hmm. before we move on to Garland. Um, his defense is phenomenal considering his size. I'll put it out there. He started off very well defensively in the NBA. Then it kind of dropped off a fair bit. He didn't hold that consistency. Yeah, yeah. One he of his biggest like criticisms throughout... Like most of last season and a fair bit of this season was he dropped like dropped off defensively. Yes, yeah. and I, I feel like you can correct me if I'm wrong, but because I I do watch a bit of Cleveland because we like to talk about our teams. Mm. I try and watch all of our games, and it seems to me throughout his first year, predominantly he couldn't do two things at once. He couldn't focus on offense and do great defense. But if he was doing great defense, he was just horrible on offense. Like, we saw that stance, man. Like, remember, was oh, it in the man. summer league? I can't remember when it no, was. No, it was, it was the summer league. Yeah, and we stance. just saw him in the guard, man. He was like in full, like, yep. power stance, like, defense mode. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm like, I get why he's young ball. I'm, I'm always going to be an old head. I think defense wins championships. The whole team doesn't need to play, but you got to have some key anchors, and he is an anchor on defense. Was it... Was it Sexton that did the stutter step between the two players in the three-point line? I think it was. 
So for those who haven't seen Josh Luke's puzzle, I don't, I don't think I've seen this, this was they were playing some team and yeah. some team had spread it. So it's uh, three players and the offensive team had three players on the right side and two players, one in the corner and one like uh, one more on the elbow on the three point yeah. line. And they kicked it out to the guy on the corner three point line and sexed him between them. Yeah. And he was like left, right, left, yeah, right. No, which no, one I, do I, I go to? This. It's Shit, fucking yeah. hilarious. Look it up. <laughs> I, I have seen this. It's something about maybe I just keep forgetting that these things are done by Sexton mm. and, and how good he actually can be. Um, he's he's just he's a bulldog. I can see him being in a similar type of player that Dame currently is, where he can have games where he will. Ju- I'm talking scoring wise. He can have a game where he could probably. I feel like his high, like the highest he can get, where he can drop probably like fifty. That's where I see him. That's how high I rate this guy. I have left your corner. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. He to me. I also disagree. <laughs> He is, to me, he doesn't have the skill set to be a phenomenal offensive player. He's never going to be up He's there not with be Dame, Dame or Bradley Beal. I don't, and it's, I'm not taking a shot at you or Colin I Sexton. I see more of a John Wall. But John Wall was a great passer. That's his best asset, where Sexton, we know that's his biggest detriment. John Wall's best asset was defense. I disagree. I disagree. I think it's his passing. I, I've, I've followed him since Kentucky. Um, and his passing has always been one of the biggest things about him. Granted, this is he's a very skilled player. Like he's not one-dimensional, so I'm not saying it's always good at. But I think. But I feel like he's he could be more of a John Wall than a Dame. I disagree. Dame is is very much a modern offensive guard, which is what uh, what Sexton is looking like he's going to be. Because mm. um, I can't take away one of John Wall's biggest attributes and say, oh, he'll just be like that without his biggest attribute. It doesn't make sense to me. I can't compare him to John. He hasn't Wall. got the speed either. Do you have yeah. any any? comparison that you could see sexton matching i i was thinking about it It, it's a bit hard to think about um i do see someone the other bulldog in the league which is kyle lowry they both can shoot really well they play really good defense they're undersized similar build another one of adam's boys yeah Yeah, i love kyle lowry yeah i i see him having a a good career like kyle lowry just a bit more consistent offensively possibly um, but there aren't a lot of guys like that. Like I was thinking Jamal Murray, they both have around the same scoring splits, but Jamal Murray's a completely different player. John Wall's a different player. Bradley Beal's a different player. They're, they're both elite. Um, and I think Kyle Larry is kind of very similar. I see moment. Kylo. Yeah, I yeah. see it. I see it. 100% see it. Yeah. More of like a leader, defensive leader yeah. can pass. He doesn't have that Kyle Larry. I'm going to take the charge. Yeah. Yet, fingers crossed. Because Kyle Larry's signature move is, is take a charge, charge which yeah. is fucking cool. But I love it. Um, and the next guy you've got that's working on is, is Garland. Now, yeah. granted, he hasn't had a full season because it got cut short. This is his rookie year. I don't know how to feel about Garland. Um, I was high on him and now I'm kind of not. We've that... seen glimpses of what he can do. I've seen, yeah, I've watched some games where like this guy's balling out, but then it mm. turned into hero ball. Like I was watching Westbrook and I'm like, you're a rookie. You can't mm. really be doing that, especially when other players are having better games right now. It's hard not to, though, when you see the way the league's going. Like you see like Trey Young coming into the league and just... yeah. Because we'll, we'll wrap this up shortly, uh, but I, I think a, a cool thing would be to just to talk about some of the young guys and who we can see them at their biggest potential become. Yeah. So I, I think we agree that Kyle Lowry is someone that Sexton can actually realistically become, which is cool. Um, now, Garland is definitely a shooter. That's what he is. He's not a defender. He's not a passer. He's a shooter. And I, I see guys like that being the Bradley Beal types. And I'm not saying he will ever be Bradley Beal. I, I really don't think he'll ever be as good. He's, Bradley Beal averages 30 points a game. That's phenomenal. But I, I see him along the lines of that. If someone just, just shoots to 20 to 25 points like, a game. I'm here to score and I'm here yes. to shoot you out of the movement. Yes, absolutely. And that's, that's what I see. Um, how do you guys feel about Garland? I, it's more, I can't compare him to anyone yet. Because like, he's just so raw and like, he's, he's got so much time to be, like, just yes. develop himself. And I feel like we'll, see, we'll be able to compare him to a lot of different plays throughout the next couple of years. He's it's just what he becomes after maybe like four or five, then you'll kind of see his true potential. He is the least unique player you have on your team, in my opinion. I agree with Adam. I think he, I can't give a comparison because he's so raw. He's so green as grass. But he's, he's, he needs to find which path he takes to, to mold himself. The reason why I... I don't necessarily disagree. I think it is too young to compare him to anyone. I don't like the draft prospect stuff where it's like this is his peak he hasn't even played a game in the league Mm. Um, so I think it is too young to say what his future will be but I think the reason why it's easy for me to potentially see what he'll become is because like I said it's the least unique position and play style in the entire team in the entire league he's an undersized guard which shoots there's it's abundant it's a guard heavy league so there's so many guys which I can potentially see him if if he continues to improve he can be one of the hundreds of players we have in the league there's just so many like him. 
Not not do it at the Bradley Bill don't, level. Don't don't bump him up too much here. No, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not. That that's not bumping it up because there's hundreds of players like him. It's just. If he continues playing well, he could be someone that does what Jamal Murray does, 19 to 22 points a game. It's got to be, like, him and KPJ are going to be going at it for years, like, for the next yeah. couple of years. Because, like, the better one of those two are going to be here for the long run. Yes. The other one, I feel, will get shipped off. And I'm higher on KPJ right now. All three of us are higher on KPJ. Yes. Yeah, I'm definitely higher on KPJ at the moment. Like, he is probably my second favorite player on that team next to Colin Sexton. Yes, I, I really like KPJ. And I, I don't have the most insight. You've, you're probably the most knowledgeable on KPJ, but I think in terms of his presence, he reminds me of a guard that looks like Jay Crowder. He, he's, he's just a somewhat of a bulldog. He's so built. He reminds me of DeAndre Hunter. He's just so fucking built. And I, I love it. He's built, but he's not that built. No, he's, he's not. I'm, Jay Crowder was, Jay was too an extreme. Jay like LeBron's body. No, they're, they're the same body. We've, we've said this body. so much. Yeah. Yeah. And we all say it's like he's LeBron with But that, that's just to put it into perspective of like he's so much bigger than he seems. Yeah, he, he has a bigger presence. And Covington gets the same thing. Yes. And PJ Tucker gets the yes. same thing. Is there, they seem bigger than they are. And it's a good sign considering the lead's going to small ball. You said he's 6'4 and he looks, his presence is that big. Yeah. That's a real good sign. He flies through the air, man. Yeah. Like Very athletic. Yeah. He's, he just he, there's a lot of good things and it, like I said it, it is only his rookie year it's very soon I can't say too much his is a bit more unique because we haven't seen a lot of players like him mm. yet um, but he's someone that I'm excited to see I'm, I feel I'm like one of his him. biggest movers is just trying to prove people wrong because he was raided and he slid and he wants to come out and be like this is what you get for not taking me yeah yeah and I, I'm here for yeah. him man I, I like KPJ a lot and hopefully that means he wants to stay in Cleveland hopefully yeah. it has a bit of like okay you took me let me let me prove it one of the cool things about having three rookies on, well, not, not that Sexton's a rookie, three but young he's, guys. he's part of that, the young that trio. Yeah, that trio is, is Garland, Sexton, yeah. and KPJ. And the cool thing about that, because if all three of those guys get really good, granted, it's not ideal to have three really good guards, but if they do, and because they're all kind of in the league at the same time, generally those like to stick around for a while. Yeah. If you've got a team of vets and you've got one rookie, generally the vets will either move off or the rookie will move off. Mm. Um, so it's a cool situation that's, that you're that's in. That's the thing. Like, I want to put a really good young core together because yes. obviously bringing in free agents is going to be hard. You're not going to bring a star to Cleveland. Yeah. It's just, it's just the truth. Yeah. If you can build that core, like look at Golden State, man. They drafted Steph. They drafted Clay. They drafted Draymond. Like that yeah. core won them championships. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, it's just the beauty through drafting. And before that, like who was going to Golden State? No one. Yeah, there was it was the We Believe Warriors, like no with one, Matt Barnes and like, Stack Five. I guarantee you, you talk to a majority of Golden State fans that don't live in like the Bay Area, they're not going to know who was on that roster before. Yeah, they're not going to know Chris Mullen. Like, <laughs> not even that. Like, who else played on the Warriors with Monte Ellis? Yeah, there's there's it's, it's I, the I, We I Believe Warriors. It's, it's no, a, no, We Believe Warriors was before. No, sorry, that, um, right? no, no, it was the tail end of well, no, no, the, the beginning of Monte. So I I like. Matt Barnes and stuff, and he was talking about like Monte and, and, and whatnot. So he has he's familiar with Monte, and but it, it was the tail end of that. Um, but it, it's it's almost like a blur where it's just kind of the same thing because no yeah. one really achieved much. But it was like Baron Davis with the Warriors was really yeah. fucking good. Um, Chris Mullen with the Warriors was really good. But like the history shows, you're not going to remember the team before that. And yeah, that, that's, exactly. fair. You, that's you, fair. You remember the champions. You remember the the, the prominent teams. Yeah. Um, we won't sit on too much longer. We're probably going to wrap this up soon. Um, does anyone have any closing thoughts? We've gone over a lot here. Um, we've yeah, gone over their rookies. We've gone over drama. We've gone over things they want to move off. Josh, do you have any closing thoughts? Well, I, I think the main reason why we stuck on on the high end of this between the big men, Andre Drummond, and, and the young core is because that's kind of what your team is doing at the mm. moment. That's what you kind of guys need to figure out. You don't need to worry about Larry Nance. You yeah. don't need to worry about Jetty Osman. They're just there, and they're good pieces. I, I think you're in a good situation right now. Yeah, I'm just curious to know, because Tyler's the one that's big on the college players this year and coming into the league. Who do you think, personally, would be the best fit for us coming to this draft, knowing that we're likely going to have a pick from like either the first pick to probably like the way the draft lottery is like seventh or eighth? Obi Toppin, maybe. He's the big boy. He is a 6'8 power forward who, run, who has a never-ending motor. He will run... On defense, he'll run on offense. He's a rim runner. He can he's a he can stretch the three in the corner. He's like an a modern Amari Stoudemire. And I think he'd fit really well with your young guys. Okay. Like I didn't I don't know much about him, to be fair. But he's... I the player that I was big on was James Wiseman. Yep. But I want to know your thoughts on that fit with this team. 
Can I say something about that sure. shit? I fucking hate it because really? you guys are already trying to deal with your big men situation. You don't no, need another. Big I did. Man. I did it's write this in the notes when I was putting notes down. Is I want Wiseman if we can offload Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Yeah, but the draft, like the drafts coming up, you guys got to figure that out first. But I would also love after watching um, highlights and watching him play. I would, even though it would bring drama, Lamelo Ball would be. He's so good. Yeah, <laughs> love Lamelo. So Wiseman is an all-around talent, but I don't want to see Wiseman next to Drummond. Yes. You, you can't put Drummond in a Twin Towers situation. Um, Obi Toppin being smaller, and he can run more. My theory of if we did bring in Wiseman was not to have him playing much in his first season, was to have him playing behind Drummond and coming off. Okay, here's my concern with that, is Wiseman bets on himself. He's one of the best players that bet on themselves. He's not going to want to come off the bench. Even as a rook. He's not coming off the bench as a rook. He yeah. knows he's worth money. He knows he's a fucking talented player. That's why he's not in college. Even he if he himself. knows, so he thinks like, I am I deserve rookie of the year. I need this. Like, I need to be playing. He's thing. not coming off the bench for Andre Drummond. I tell you that. You look at you look at these modernized centers. James Wyden's a modern center. Also, um, he did. He only played a couple games of college. And if, he's, if he doesn't play too much, you want to get him as much playing time as you can because he didn't play much college. You want to really see his worth as quick as possible. Um... I wouldn't... As much as James Wiseman is a great player, if you're keeping Drummond, if you're flipping TT and um, Love, it's all right. If if you don't keep Drummond, if he leaves, then Wiseman's a perfect fit. If you keep Drummond, Obi Toppin's a perfect fit. I think I like the Obi Toppin pick a lot. Yeah. I think that's a really good pick. You guys don't have wings I get it. Like, I love Lamelo, but we don't need a guard. No. We We need to add some height to our team, but... Yeah. Like, just drafting Lamelo would be and wasting a pick on drafting Garland. Draft yeah. But then, then it's a situation where, like, sometimes you just draft the best available because you can flip that dude. Yeah. Like, if we get the number one pick, we should take Anthony yeah. Edwards. We take draft. Anthony Edwards. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you get the number one pick, you can take Anthony Edwards and you could flip him or you could flip Garland. Because you could but put you're him... Like to flip he Edwards. would absolutely leverage how many teams would be willing to take your big contracts. If you pop him along with those big guys like Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson, if needed, like you, at this point, yeah, you just get the best giant of trade. Yeah, yeah big um, big trade. We'll probably talk about this more off the pod. I'll show Adam some Obi Toppin highlights. Yes, yes. Um, try and convert him. <laughs> um, but we're probably going to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. We've been over an hour. Um, that was fun. It was Thank fun. you, Adam. Thank, Thank you, you, Adam. Thank you. Um, our very first special guest. Um, if you want to be on more, I, let us know. I hate it's saying great. special guest because he's, he's, he's one of the boys. We Yeah, we I wanted to have him on from the beginning. So before the pod, um, all three of us get together every weekend. We, we always talk basketball. That's, that's all we do. Yeah. The reason for the pod was so we could just get together and talk basketball and, and try to make something of it. It's just we didn't have enough microphones in the space for, for a third person. But now we do. And it's, it's difficult times because like my schedule doesn't always meet up with yours where like I do a lot of my, I'm as what considered a essential worker. So <laughs> I do a lot of like, I work a lot of my time over the weekend, which is when you guys do your recording. So it's yeah. hard to make mm. things work a lot Absolutely. of the time. Yeah. But we made it today and we yeah. want to talk about your team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> yeah, it was good to be on. I'm, I'm excited for Cleveland and that's it. That's it. Um, I just want to say thank you everyone for listening. Um, we have an Instagram account. Uh, the Lobot Podcast. We have a Facebook account, Lobot Podcast. And um, we just got some stickers done. So if you want a sticker at all, uh, flick us a message on Insta or on Facebook and I'll send you one. Doesn't matter where you are in the world. I'll send it to you free of charge. Um, yeah, tell your friends, rate us five stars. Stay safe. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.